Welcome to I'm Screaming, a podcast for anyone who's ever felt like shamelessly screaming at the top of their lungs over a moment in pop culture. Because sometimes pop culture can be scary and you just gotta let it out. Let's scream about it together. Hello, Miss Megan. Hello, Miss Giselle. Cheers. Clink, clink, bitch. Clink, clink, bitch, because you know what day it is. What motherfucking day is it? It's I'm Screaming's birthday. Woo! <laughs> we are one. <laughs> one year old. We are one. We are, we, I don't even know. We are one years old. I feel like I'm saying that wrong, but like, hi, we are it's our birthday. Aging. We're, it's our, Celebrate it's us. Our, it's my fucking birthday. It's my fucking birthday. And I will scream if I want to. Exactly. Hello, everyone. Welcome to I'm Motherfucking Screaming, our podcast. That's a year old. How crazy is that? That's really crazy. Um, yeah, I mean, I can't believe that we are here today. I mean... Meg and I are together. Amazing. Yes. In Giselle's brand new apartment. Hi, apartment. Um, Guys and gals, I mean, it is just stupendous in here. Thank you. <laughs> um, I'm very happy with it. And yeah, we're just drinking a little champies. Meg brought some pink champagne sauvage. Hi. To celebrate. Us. <laughs> to literally celebrate ourselves. Um, but no, I mean, it's kind of crazy. Like, I think back to a year ago when we were like in full lockdown. I hadn't seen you since the end. Or literally beginning of March, but we were of course like zooming every day, but it was like such, it's, it's kind of the same times, but it's also like such different times. Oh, completely. I mean, I was thinking the other day when I sent to our group chat, um, that video of our, one of our day long zoom, literally what we would do is we would literally be like, I did my, okay, like what time should we zoom at today? This is like a Saturday in May. What the fuck else are you, were were you doing doing back then? And, like, we'd just get on Zoom and, like, people would hop on and off. Yeah. And, like, there was just this one day where, like, shout out Peter. <laughs> Hi, Peter. Hi. Um, decided that he wanted me to write a novel about us, like, our characters in New York, like, living our lives in yeah. quarantine. And then Vera and I were going to collab on it. And Giselle was just on the Zoom doing her hair. And we were literally, <laughs> literally on like, it. Fully doing we hair. were on it for, like, literally 12 hours. No, it was... It was insane. We It was it was truly insane. But, I mean, that's, like, crazy to think about because it's just, like, so much has changed. But, like, not to be gushy or mushy, but, like, truly, I feel like, obviously, we were best friends and close before <laughs> this like that's when we fucking started a podcast but like to think about and how far we've come now and like it just makes me very emotional and happy and also it's crazy that like we got to document it so like we can always like look back and like that's really cool like we're gonna keep yeah. documenting it but like i think back to like what our first episode was about the savage remix oh my god the savage remix and what else we should look <laughs> we should look yeah let's like let's do a quick look back i mean just a quick yeah. peruse. Can I just tell you what I've been doing too, which is so bad. I really need to go back in and like make sure I do this. Like every week when I upload the episode, I'm just like, yeah, this is episode 43, but I don't actually know what episode it is. <laughs> we should count. And like, I think I counted the other day, but like I keep, I keep just like messing it up. I don't, yeah. I mean, we've had some We talked about, episodes. okay, here's our first episode description. <laughs> our first episode, Giselle and... <laughs> Giselle and Meg discuss. 
Just, I don't even do. I don't even no. do the third person anymore. Just like, and Meg discuss the music and TV they've been screaming about and the hobbies they've adopted while stuck in quarantine. Then they dive into a few insane celebrity stories you may have missed from Britney to t- oh my god, Britney burning down her gym, burnt her gym down, and Tyra. She burnt it down. I feel like we it was like Tyra was resurfacing. I don't know. Everybody and, was talking about Tyra again and how like awful she was on America's Next Top Model. Yes. And then finally, Giselle counsels Meg about how her quarantine brain is fogging her emotions about... A divisive SNL Pete cast Davidson. Was this yeah. that movie that you wanted to see? Well, I was like, it looks good. And it was like the trailer was kind of making me emotional. I, and I said on the podcast that I would watch it for like the next week. And then I never did. I watched, ended up watching it in like October. Yeah. Um, but no, it's so funny because like even that, like number one, we read it, we redid our introduction, which was important, but also like now I look at like what you've been doing and it's just honestly, you've, you've perf- also like once again, Meg writes all of our comments <laughs> for this. Like, and I think people can tell the difference between our voice though on Instagram. Like, yeah, I think, I think it's, it's kind of easy to tell. Yeah. Sometimes but you I write all the captions like, for like, yeah, I'm screaming episodes on like the things you read when you see the descriptions. Meg does that. Duh. But like, but I'm just saying, like, right now, it's like, Elon Musk should not be hosting SNL. Do we need a How I Met Your Mother spinoff? Shadow and Bone is good. <laughs> like, I love it. Period. Period. It's like, these are the fucking points. Like, listen or don't. But, yeah. like, it's good. And I just love how we've both evolved and, like, the way we do things, the way we do Instagram, the way we talk about it. Like, I just obviously we're more comfortable now. Like, I oh, listened back to our first episode and we're like, hello, Meg. <laughs> Let us but talk that was about also because we were using like the worst software we hadn't figured out. Zencaster, fuck Zencaster. How to properly do it on Zoom. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we've truly had like so many like insane. What what was what are some of your favorite? Can you think of like any of your favorite moments from like recording? Yeah. Or like favorite things we've talked about for the last year. I think um, first thing is. Our Chromatica episode will always be amazing and important to me yes. because it was such a dark time for me personally because of just like it was June of last year. Obviously, we all know what was happening in June of last year. So like and I was also like at a cabin with like some other friends, like trying to get away from it all. But like even being at that cabin with other people who I do love dearly, it just like felt like home to like step away from it all and just like talk about Lady Gaga with my two best friends for like <laughs> literally two hours. And also I think it's one of our most streamed episodes, which is so funny because it's yeah. really fucking long. But um, I just like, we love Gaga and that was like a release for me. And like, mm-hmm. I'll always think back to that being just like such, like the, I when I was, we were doing it, I was like, this is like, I found my people obviously, but like, this is why we do this because like our podcast is supposed to be an escape, not only for like you guys, but it is for us too. So like, mm-hmm. that was really, that was really cool. Yeah, no, I loved that one too. Um, but yeah, that was long. That was really long. I mean, we did our top five Gaga and then our top five Chromatica. Yeah, but you people listened. Also, like yeah. me and you listened. Like it was part of the pod, but we fucked it up. But like listening to Rain on Me together at the same oh time gosh. was like so that fun. That was really funny. I'm also I'm thinking about this episode we did and we recorded it virtually. Um, I think it might have been right after my birthday. Yeah. And you were at Vera's with Vera and Peter, and they just, like, listened in. And we talked – I remember we talked about Ariana Grande's birthday party. Oh, my God. And we talked about uh, Eurovision and Demi Lovato. Oh, my God, yeah. And we just, like, laughed a lot, I remember. And then at the end of the episode, you were, like – we finished, and you were, like, oh, my God, it didn't record. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, that was so funny. And that was, like, an insane moment. Um, Uh, I also love, like – 
it's kind of funny because I feel like it's annoying, but like I do feel like weirdly, even though we hate it, we became like not known for, but like our bachelor commentary because so yes. much was happening with the bachelor over the last year. And I feel like not to like toot our own horns, but I feel like we had like very poignant commentary to say about it. Mm-hmm. And like, obviously I love and Meg and I just like rant about shit. Like that's some of my favorites, but like when people like reach out to us and like ask us or like tell us that like us talking about that or like the way we spoke about that was like enlightening or like they agree or it helps them or like whatever, like that makes me really happy too. And like that's a huge reason that, you know, we talk about that shit. Yeah. I feel like we've had a good, our finger on the pulse, so to speak, which is in our our, our description. Yeah. We have our finger on the pulse. Of what's happening in pop culture. Do you folks think we have our finger on the pulse of what's happening in pop culture? Oh my God. Sorry, not to keep doing this, but another one was funny was our fucking Halloween episode when we both realized we both hate Halloween. (laughs) (laughs) Not a And I was like, my number five favorite thing about Halloween is the color orange. Honestly, that is actually because of fall. (laughs) Forever go down in in history. That was iconic. Oh my gosh. Um, And then, wait, I was thinking of another one. Oh, well, when we did our celebrity crushes. Yeah. That was really fun. Um, Again, like, just like, we love having friends on the pod. Yeah. Um, I also think, (laughs) weirdly, like, I don't even really remember, like, the context or whether we were, like... I think like this was around the time that Zoom was really being a bitch to us, like a couple weeks in a row, and we were like, Zoom, I know exactly Zoom, what you're going to say. But I was thinking about the the funny like blooper reel that we did, which was, <laughs> that was really like a light, in, yeah, <laughs> light in the darkness at yeah. the time. But also, I was thinking about remember that time that like Blake Live, we literally like drew shoes on her feet <laughs> when she went to go vote. Yes. And like I don't know why I'm just remembering talking about that, and that was like really funny. It was amazing. I mean. But yeah, I mean, Definitely what a little trip down memory lane. Truly, I mean, basically, our wrapped episode was like psychotic too, but really funny. Really funny. Um, but yeah, basically, like Meg and I, after a year, obviously, we love doing this, and like we have developed such a fun and like loyal fan base. And yes, thank you all. Um, thank you all for listening. And honestly, like we are going nowhere. We have some really cool things coming up in the next two Yeah, like actually, months. I feel like we've said that no, before, like, but like actually Look out for <laughs> motherfucking collabs, bitch. Like yeah. we are having it's and going happening. to be guests on our pod and other pods. Like we are fucking making the goddamn moves. So like stay tuned. Yes, and spread the word. Yeah. Also, Hot Man Bracket was a fucking moment. Oh, yeah, of course. The moment of all moments. It was a moment. Wow. So fun. Um, But I know you don't come here every week to talk about, to hear us talk about us, even though maybe you do. (laughs) Shall we get into the tea of this last, I guess, week or two? Because we missed last week because we were lazy and had no internet. Literally... Like, not actually, that's not actually a lie, though. I just want to make sure we No, we know. both didn't have internet. We both fully. didn't have internet. Like, Giselle moved into her new place, wasn't going to get internet until Tuesday morning. So we had said that. I was here on Sunday, and I was like, Giselle's like, I brought my mic. And I was like, yeah, but how are you going to record it without a Wi-Fi? And I was like, oh, that's not a and lie. And then Monday morning, I, or no, Sunday night, I got home, and my roommate and my Wi-Fi was out. And Spectrum wasn't able to come until Tuesday morning. So truly, like, when one of us doesn't have Wi-Fi, the other one doesn't have Wi-Fi. Yeah, it's like... It's not a joke. We're not just, like, on the same wavelength, you know, 
all like emotionally but it's, it's like just like it's everything. like everything it's like when mercury's in retrograde it's like, like we are like when megan just fell on a line like yeah. nothing can it's happen it's just it's really bad it's chaotic but you know we're back better than ever <laughs> on a beautiful day and we're here to talk about where things we're screaming about this week and because it's our anniversary episode we're doing more than five because it's our podcast yeah also like yeah we're just we're just gonna like be chaotic today yeah if you can't be... tell already we just are and we're in person and i didn't see meg this weekend because she went to beautiful montauk and then saw her beautiful mom and dad and now she's here and i just want to talk i know i missed you missed you I see you in eight days eight d- no i saw you on thursday <laughs> oh we did see- but like what did i just say to you when i got here thursday feels like forever ago. forever ago um, I was having a lit Thursday night though. That that was so fun. I was tired. I was sleeping. I was. I go to bed before eleven o'clock. Oh, I'm I am an old woman. Now. Yeah. Okay. I think we should get into. I want to talk about choose. what you can choose. I'm ready. Let's talk about the Golden Globes first. Let's like kick it in. Let's to do high it. Gear. No. Yeah. Let's fucking. So do Meg it. walked in today and informed me that everyone, you heard it here probably last. Um, the Golden Globes next year are canceled. Canceled. Which is like kind of big. It is. I I do feel like this is actually like the Globes are clownery, but like yeah, for it to like actually be canceled is like kind of intense. It seems to have been a domino effect. Like obviously everything came out before the Golden Globes actually aired this year. We talked about it on the podcast. That the HFPA has, it, like, we know, but everyone knows the HFPA is all about primary, yeah. who shows up to events, all that stuff. But also then it was just, like, the HFPA was, like, actually, literally racist. And yeah. there are examples, and and it happened even afterwards, after the Golden Globes, when Tina Fey and Amy Poehler, which that feels like a lifetime ago. Yeah. Tina Fey and Amy Poehler were ha- had to make jokes about how the HFPA was racist, and it was, like, haha, funny. Yeah, and then, like, the, the head of the HFPA, like, got on the stage and was, like, we know we're racist, but we're trying. <laughs> we are doing better. I mean, remember when were. Emily in Paris got nominated for Golden Globes? Yeah, me too. Yeah. It's filming, by the way. But it's, like, it's, like, things like that tainted. Like, we all agreed to watch Emily in Paris, like, kind of ironically. And, like, be happy about it. What did it come out in, like, September? Yeah. So, like, that was still a time. I mean, it was, like, the end of summer. And, like, it was still full-blown. I mean, we're still in a pandemic. Yeah. (laughs) But, like, it was still full-blown, like, pandemic. Like, we didn't see a light at the end of the tunnel. And, like, something like Emily in Paris is a nice distraction for a couple of hours. Definitely. But it's not good, guys. It's not good. It's not good. And I mean, it's like, is that actually a mark for change? Like, are other award shows going to take notice? Is are the is the HFPA going to take notice? Like, is this actually going to be something that moves forward the culture? Which I think we talk about often. It's like, if we're just saying, like, if we're just hashtagging, like, Oscar's so white, or like, I don't even know what the Golden Globes hashtag was this year, but it was probably like Golden Globes. Um, so t- like, uh, time, HFPA times up or something. Yeah, times yeah, up yeah. Globes, times up Globes. Times or up something. Globes. Like because like yeah, this feels mean, like a step. Like it feels like we're reprimanding. Even kind of after the Golden Globes even happened too, that it started yeah. to like gain momentum, and then like of all people, oh Miss. Miss Natasha Romanoff, Miss Black Widow, Miss Scarlett Johansson. Miss, if herself, I want to play a tree, I'll play Miss a tree. Miss Tree herself. Mm. Spoke up against HFPA, said that we shouldn't be, you know, we should it's because take a step you, away from You know them. why? Mr. Ruffalo said. <laughs> he said, hey, Avengers, let's assemble. Let's assemble. 
<laughs> hey Avengers, that's a symbol. Literally. <laughs> The group chat was fucking mobilized. Blowing up. And you know what? Things happen. Yeah. Chris Evans is not relevant enough to be, you know. No, he doesn't get nominated for awards other than like choice TV, TV, choice film uh, action star. But. But he's hot. (laughs) (laughs) But he's hot. So it's okay. Um, But yeah, so I mean like this just feels like an interesting step. I am intrigued to see how this, you know. It is Manifest just so ironic, though, because Scarlett Johansson is also like, Woody Allen is my best friend. So, like, yeah. we're not actually giving her any credit. Mark Ruffalo, we can give credit to. He's like a full-blown freedom fighter. But, a clown, um, but a freedom fighter. Did you see his post for Sunrise for Mother's Day? Oh, no. Is it, I mean, it's, it's probably just so cute. cute. It just said, Happy Mother's Day, Sunrise. We love Sunrise. Sunrise, we love her. She has her little antique shop. Oh, yes. Yeah, so she's always by his side. Um, always. Always. <laughs> in the bustle of life. When he won his Emmy and she was like sitting on the couch with him and she was just like clapping yes. and crying. Oh, he did a great speech. Um, but yeah, the HFPA sucks. But yeah, Mark and Scarlett over the weekend like made comments and then like Netflix was like, no, we're not going to be, we're not going to be working with you yeah. like in any, until you like change your Wait. whole thing. Um, and then like, I think Warner, Bro- uh, maybe not Warner Brothers, Warner Media, maybe, I don't know, said the same thing. And then today NBC was like, we will not be broadcasting the Golden Globes next year. Take it off the motherfucking so slate. So it's literally off the slate. I mean, I would like to see like the SAG Awards take its place Ooh. or the Indie Spirit Awards take its place. Whatever award show was the one that did the Laura Dern tribute is what I want. The Indie Spirit Awards. Yep. Laura Dern. <laughs> iconic. Um, Alex Newell giving iconic vocals. Like, oh my God. Go that on. was, and then truly, yeah, insane. Um, so yeah, speaking of Netflix. Yeah. Just like a quick. Oh, a quick interlude. A quick interlude, a quick segue, a quick aside. Netflix, we know you're listening to this. We know. Um, just do what you should do. Do the Lord's work. And renew Shadow and Bone. And also while you're at it, renew Julie and the Phantoms. Because, like, honestly, your games are not cute anymore. It's, it's, they're literally playing so many games with us. I, like, don't get it. I actually don't get it. It's so disrespectful. Like, Shadow and Bone literally. The Winx Weird Show was renewed, like, in a second. Also, we're getting a third season of You. My mom and I watched, like, half the first season of You yesterday. The third? The first. Oh. Have you never seen it? No, I have. Oh. I was just like. Wanted to watch it. Yeah. Um, truly, like, Shadow and Bone spent, like, two weeks at number one on Netflix, which is one of, and it's one of only three shows to ever do that. So, like, where is the renewal Netflix? And yeah. while you're at it, renew it for a third season. I just so we can get like, all three books. I actually don't really know what Netflix is doing because, like, they're not renewing shows that we care about, but then they're giving us a hype house show. So I'm like, where's the logic? Mm. Indeed. Where's I mean, the, the thing process? about Netflix is that, like, obviously I still go yes, to Netflix. call them by their name. By their government name. <laughs> <laughs> like, Netflix like, production. Like when Tandy Newton won an Emmy for, for um, Westworld and she was like, thank you to home box office. <laughs> <laughs> obsessed. Um, um, but yeah, like, just, I mean, that's really the gist of it. Like, you all know we are obsessed with Shadow and Bone, so, like, just, like, redo it. But the thing it. about Netflix is, like, 
HBO Max is stealing a lot of their catalog, which like HBO Max is kind of popping. No, the way that HBO Max is the is the plug. Like it's it the is. Key. Yeah. Also, oh my god, sorry. Segue. Speaking of HBO Max, Megan, yeah. if you're not going to commit to RuPaul's Drag Race, which like it's we we that's another topic. Oh wow. Commit yeah. to Legendary, please watch okay, Legendary. Yes. I've been Miss this. Hot Girl Megan Thee Stallion's a judge. Oh stop. La Roach is a judge. Leomi, who is like a famous. Um, person in the ball scene Ooh. Jamila Jamil who actually is like very tolerable and, ex- and like good on the show um it's basically a show that is like a competition for like balls like faint like underground balls very like real life pose is like what it is basically oh, it's on season two only two episodes are out or three because they split the first one into two it is so good it's like honestly one of my favorite shows on television right now it's on HBO max it's just like Good. And you should all watch it. Watch Legendary on HBO Max. Watch the first season, then watch the second. You will get serotonin. It's just fucking good. Okay. Three things. Love that. that. Three. Three things. Um, Peacock has this new show out called Girls Five Ever. Peacock. What? (laughs) You and Katie, you and Miss Katie Perry. I know. She's my guilty pleasure. She is. Um, Peacock has this show out called Girls Five Eva, starring Sarah Bareilles, Renee Lee Goldberry, Disney Phillips, and like some other people. Um, But it's supposed to be amazing. Everyone's obsessed with it. I mean, I love. Actually, this is not low key. Like, I'm a Sarah Bareilles like stan. So like, I I don't know how you. Can't, I feel like Sarah Bareilles is truly when, just when like I heard goodness. head underwater, I was hooked from then. Brave. Not gonna hurt you. Love song. The love song have is. Have you seen Waitress? Of, yes, I have. But I, I saw haven't. it. I saw it with um, Shoshana Bean. Oh wow! Yeah, elite. Guess who bought me those? Well, I paid him, but Sean. <laughs> <laughs> Not surprised. Um, um, yeah, and but I. That's that song. I mean, I what I. She wrote Waitress, and honestly, yeah. people shit on Waitress, but I love the music from Waitress. I mean, it's a TikTok sound. Yeah. What if he sees me? <laughs> Jenna, sugar, opening up, sugar, Me knowing butter, like all of those songs, but having sugar, butter. And Jeremy Jordan. I saw Shafana Bean and Jeremy Jordan. I saw like, Jeremy Jordan twice on Broadway. Elite, Elite. What else did you see on there? The Kerry Washington one. Oh. <laughs> he oh. was in that. American, American Son. Yeah. Wow. Not me being a Broadway buff. We really need to go to some shows. I know. I saw, um, well... Speaking of shows, um, not that this is even an interesting point to anybody, but I saw Mean Girls right before the pandemic, and the girl who played Katie in Mean Girls is also in Girls 5 Eva. Oh, not Renee. No, 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 no. But Renee, Renee's going like, to be on an HBO show. Is she? Yeah, she's like filming it right now. Oh, Renee Rapp, get into the gig. Oh, yes. The one that Mindy Kaling's doing. Yeah. About the teens. Clowns. But like that clowns, one show with. Clowns, clowns. That hush, hush, hush. never have I ever yeah, like that it. we love. Yeah, we loved. We loved. It's coming back. Okay, so Girls Five Eva was one. Yeah. Number two. Mm-hmm. Have you watched any of the new season of Pose? No, I have not. Okay, I need to. Number three. I heard you and Sean started Game of Thrones. Yeah. How's that going? Okay, everyone. I have <laughs> Sean. If you're listening, I I I want to commit with you because I love you. And maybe I'm just never in the right headspace for Game of Thrones because I, I, I feel this way also about Lord of the Rings, okay. which is another thing Sean wanted me to watch. And well, once again, I would, actually, I would actually enjoy watching Lord of the Rings with you, I think. Yeah, and like once again, Sean. No, I'm just talking to Sean. Because he is my. Sean is my companion in watching these kinds of things and one of my companions in life also. But like, 
a lot of times in watching these things because Sean always commits like with me. Sean is the sole person that committed with me in Star Wars and I now I love Star Wars. Yes. And that's because he sat there with me he and did, watched he it. He did. He did the so, Lord's like, work. He then. did the Lord's work for me. And so he's once again trying to do the Lord's work with me for Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. And I, I think I'm not, I'm not delivering for him. Like I think I am not going into it with the right headspace. Like I'm coming into it like after like a long day of work. Like I, and also one thing I think about Game of Thrones is like, I don't know how many people are binge have binged it, but like I think that Game of Thrones format is better suited to watch week by week, like one episode a week. Yeah. Because then it's like you really get into that episode. But like when I know that I have like five episodes to watch that are all like an hour long and there's so much plot I need to remember, it like kind of stresses me out. Oh yes. So like I I think I I know Game of Thrones like we always say was genetically created in a lab for me, but like I think that I need to like I was ready for Star Wars when we sat there and watched it for like three days in a row and I was committed. Like I think I need to like like sit down and like commit yeah you know yeah no it's it's hard I do think that's really interesting what you said about the week-to-week format because I was seeing a lot of stuff that was like oh like something like shadow and bone maybe would have benefited from a week-to-week format like there would be much more buzz about it still but like there is buzz about it goodbye but it's like moving quickly like but it is it's it's kind of like because there was only eight episodes and because Game of Thrones was made Week to week. Like, yeah. it was made to come out week to week. Shadow and Bone yeah. was made to be binged. Yeah. Because the format Netflix. Yeah. But, like, it is interesting how, like, Netflix is doing this stuff with The Circle now, the reality show. Where Which is another thing like, everyone's obsessed with, but I, like... Oh, I like it. Okay. It's, yeah. I it's, think, like, so stupid, but it's truly so enjoyable. I think I'm just, like, there's a season at a time for me to be obsessed with things, and, like, you know me, like... I, I secretly binge things. Like, I have to be ready and in the oh, mood. Yeah. So, like, if right now the circle's not speaking to me, but, like, watching, like, three weeks, I'm going to be like, okay, everyone. So I watch the circle, yes. and I'm obsessed. Yes. It's, like, always on my TikTok, and I'm like, who are these people? Oh, yeah. They're, yeah. But Game of Thrones, the thing about Game of Thrones is that the ending sucked. Yeah. You, you know that going in. I've seen, I've seen so the last episode, probably, too. Yeah, it's, my mom watched the entire last season with me. Yeah, I mean, my Nicole yeah. and Shelby were watching it, so I watched it, like, if they were watching it, you know? Mm-hmm. But, wow, yes. All that talk about <laughs> I know. Also, wait, can I just tell you, before I move on, what of I watched course. last night? Duh. Um, the Outside Story, <laughs> starring Brian Tyree Henry! I mean, I don't think... Number one, I know we, we are excited for Brian Tyree Henry being a lead in this movie, but I also know that you weren't going into it with the highest of hopes for the quality of the film. No, I mean, the quality of the film overall, like the what my put in my letterbox review oh, that I need to go look this movie does not deserve Brian Tyree Henry and it doesn't however I believe that he elevates it okay at the same time you know what I mean like definitely he has this one scene where he gets all emotional and I was truly like it was like in that New York Times article about Nicholas Bertel where they were talking about if Beale Street could talk yeah and they literally said this moment was so poignant because of the beautiful music and also Brian Tyree Henry's um, remarkable face. Remarkable face. Remarkable. It is and, remarkable. And I was watching the movie last night and I was like, that is a remarkable face. The Eternals will benefit from that face. Speaking of. If they would, yes, if they would just give him a, sh- a chance. Speaking, speaking of, of. This was actually funny. Yes, we had such a miscommunication <laughs> about this. Because I was like, okay, so we're, <laughs> we're transitioning into Marvel news always. So basically what happened is like, it was like a morning where I was like so swamped. Yeah. And like Meg has, it, I think it was Earth Day or something. Like, was it? It was like some weird, or and it wasn't Earth Day, but I thought, whatever. <laughs> so it was a random day maybe, but Meg sent me a video, a Marvel video, like of 
four minutes. And I yeah. was like, what is it this? It was last Monday. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, I didn't know what it... And Mondays are always busy yes. for me in the mornings. And I didn't know what it was. And I was getting my COVID, second COVID shot that day. So I was swamped. And so Meg sends it to me. And I'm like in my bed doing work. And I'm like, I play it. And I listen to like the first like 30 seconds. And I was like... It, what it sounded like to me was like, we we're are going, the world. I literally thought it was a we are the we world. Are the and children. it was like, we're going back to the movies. And I was like, not this today yeah. for Marvel. So I texted Meg and I was like, LOL, not this sending me. Like, and Meg was like, what? And I, was I was like, like wait, what? what? I was like, I just wanted Giselle to be emotional with me about this Marvel like trailer that they did. And then I was like feeling like a fool. No, but I was also feeling like a fool because I was like, (laughs) I sent this to Giselle and she's so busy. And then like Sean texted us separately. He was like, oh my God. And you were like, oh, but I have to watch the Eternals footage. And I was like, Giselle, it's in this video. (laughs) It's all in this video. So then of course I watched it It and I get three and a half minutes. Yeah. The first two minutes was basically just like Stanley is talking about we're family, no yeah. matter what. You know, that man next to you is your brother, and that woman, she's your sister. Right. And then it was, like, all, like, clips from the previous movies, right? right. And it, like, made me emotional. And then they, they, they know, Marvel knows exactly what and they're doing. And once I watched it, I yeah. also got emotional. But they know exactly what they're doing. And then the second half of the video starts off with, like, some Black Widow stuff. And they do the, in the middle of the video, they do the Marvel intro on all the movies, which is like, dun, 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 yes. dun, dun. And it gets you so hype. And so they did Black Widow clips. And wait, didn't they have clips of, like, us screaming at the movies? Yes. Oh, oh, right in the middle, they did Avengers Endgame opening night at the on your left moment. Yes. Which like, is, like, of course one of Meg the greatest, greatest moments of my life, maybe. I don't know. That will be, like, because going down. Because it's before in, the worst thing that's ever happened to me happened. Yeah, and that will go down in my memory as, like, one of my top ten things. We were literally grasping hands. Was, <laughs> like, grasping at each yeah. other in the theater. And, and, yeah. So just, like, thinking about being in a movie theater. And then they're showing us footage, right? So it's new Black Widow footage, some more Shang-Chi footage, and then... Sh- Surprise! We Surprise, got we got Shani. about eleven seconds of Eternals footage. What it looks iconic as fuck. I mean, it looks first of all beautiful. Yeah, Chloe, it looks like Chloe a Chloe Zhao is like literally like putting in the work. Yeah, she she really is, and like and maybe, I wanted to say um, Oscar winner Chloe Zhao. Did it say that or did? Oh, maybe you didn't, but, but I thought I mean, you did. The other day, Angelina Jolie was being interviewed because she has a Netflix movie coming out, and she was like, "Well, I've seen the trailer." Um, and someone was like, oh, really? You have? And she's like, oh, is it not out? And he was like, no. And he was like, we just got like 11 seconds. And she was like, oh, well, it's great. But I hope it does say like Oscar winning director. Yeah. That would be amazing. But, um, we did get a glimpse of Brian Tyree Henry in the background of a shot. You made sure we knew that, which we love. I am well trained in the art of spotting Brian Tyree Henry in movie trailers. And we just got, we didn't get clips, but we got like, we all know Black Panther Black Panther 2 is now called Wakanda, Black Panther Wakanda Forever. Yeah. And they changed. Far From Home. Or not Far From Home. What's it called? No Way Home. No Way Home. No Way Home. What was the it? Marvels. The Marvels is exciting. That's Captain Marvel 2. I feel like this is going to be so fucking legit. Nita DaCosta, she seems amazing. Also, like, like so excited. let's go, um, what's Monica Rambo's name? Um, Tiana Harris. Tiana Harris. Harris. So it's going to be like so Monica Rambo from WandaVision, Captain Marvel, Brie Larson, we do stand. Um... At least we stand Brie Larson. Did you end up reading her New York Times profile? I did. Yeah. Yeah. I think we stand. We stand. Yeah. We stand. I'm just asking. I think she's a bit silly, but I she's think silly. we stand. Yeah. I think she's like trying to do I the think right that thing. they're going to do Captain Marvel justice because everyone who listens to this podcast knows how I feel about the first one. Oh, I mean, it's, yeah. I think everyone, there's, but there's also just like, there's such a interesting discourse about that film because like half of the people who hate it 
hate it because they're misogynists. And half of the people who hate it or dislike it, wanted, dislike it because it wasn't... I wanted... Just, it wasn't... Didn't meet their expectations. Yeah, right? that, that's me. I just wanted yeah. more, and I think it could have given us more than just, like, a very basic, mediocre version of, like, feminism. No, yeah, Using your emotions. I mean, let's just... I feel like I've said this on this podcast before, but the moment that she came into her powers in that movie and I'm just a girl started playing, my soul left my body and not in a good way. No, 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 no. That it was, was so truly like an cheesy. eye roll moment. And um, Larson deserves more. And she like, does. Women deserve more. <laughs> but like, yeah, and then... Women kind. <laughs> and then, of course, we all knew this, but Fantastic Four is coming. Yeah, no I'm date gonna, yet, though. Uh, Marvel, hi, Giselle Milan smith um, Cast... People of color <laughs> as Mr. and Mrs. Fantastic. D- just do it. Don't do not do John Krasinski or Emily Blunt. I know people want it. But, like, cast people of color. That's all I need to say today. And if you don't, that's a fucking miss, honestly. Because you've done this movie how many times? And it's... Let's do the it right. The one with Michael B. Jordan is maybe one of the worst movies Terrible. I've ever seen in my Terrible. life. Terrible. Literally so bad. Literally also, so bad. We're being so chaotic today, but like the weird Michael B. Jordan movie that like he started promoting, but like no. Oh, the Tom Clancy movie. Yeah, like I feel like it had no promo. Then all of a sudden, once again, I saw him in Lori Harvey, and I was like. But it's what's her face from Queen and Slim? Jodie. Yes. Oh, I'll watch her. Mm-hmm. Michael Jordan's. Great. I think it's getting off great reviews, but, but like it's it's just gonna be like an action movie. Yeah. Like his wife and baby um, die, and then he like his oh, like vengeance, bad. like shoot him up kind of thing. Oh, very yeah. Will Smith. Okay, interesting. Um, yeah, so that's Marvel news. Lots of things. We're excited. I mean, Loki soon. Loki's also going to be dropping on Wednesdays. Did you see that? Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Uh, Wednesdays are the new Fridays. That's how do you feel slogan. about that? I feel okay about it. I think they know and I think they might be right that they've kind of overstayed their welcome with this Friday drop thing. Yeah. Like not overstayed their welcome, but I don't think Loki will get as unfortunately will get as much hype even though it deserves it. So maybe like switching it up will give it a little bit of a different kind of edge. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean I think I mean not that I'm busy on Fridays, but <laughs> a lot of times it was like uh I guess it was like correlating, but like the gag is it's like if you also watch RuPaul's Drag Race, but like we could do it together. But a lot of times I was watching Drag Race on mm-hmm. Fridays, which is like live and there's spoilers, which is like more spoilers than I know for whatever. Whatever. It was not syncing yeah, up no, properly like, for I my like, life. I like had this moment with episode. How many episodes of Falcon Winter Soldier were there? Six. Six. Episode five, when the big cameo came in. Yeah. And I'm like, it's Friday morning, and I'm yeah. just like in my room, working on my computer, like just like not going on Twitter, not going on TikTok, like being a good little soldier, waiting until the evening time. Of course. And I go upstairs and my roommate Katie was like, oh, did you watch it? And I was like, what? No. And she was like, oh, she's like, you can't go on Twitter. And I was like, what? And she was like, well, like there's something trending that like I clicked on in the middle of the night and like it was a spoiler, but like you wouldn't know it was a spoiler. And I was like, oh my God. So then I started having heart palpitations. So then I watched it in the middle of the day. So like, I I can't, because I'm so involved. I think I'll be better about Wednesday, actually. I think Wednesdays will be Also, sorry. Like, I love my boys, but like, Loki is exciting me a little bit more than Falcon Winter Soldier. Oh yeah. We love our boys. Um, Speaking of our boys. Speaking of our boys. What? One of the boys. One of the boys. um, Sebastian Stan. Continues to just attack my life. Is going to be in a Hulu version of, like, Hulu, 
What even, is it a movie? Is it a show? I don't I know. I think it's going to be a scripted series. Okay, yeah. about Tommy Lee and Pamela Anderson. Yes. Pamela Anderson played by none other than the controversial Lily James. Yeah. Miss Lily James. Not Miss Lily James, literally just like being with everyone. Not she's like, not that she's with Sebastian. The Stan, thing is, the thing is, I do She looks like Pamela. It Anderson. is literally Okay, so I don't know if people have seen these photos, but if you have not, you need to pause this podcast immediately and Imm- go look at them. Immediately. What's that from? Um all the Caucasians to the back. Immediately. Immediately. It's from Joanne the Scammer. Oh, I've never seen that. It's on it's TikTok, something. maybe the oh yeah, it's yeah. All junior girls report to the auditorium immediately. Mean girls. Oh, I was That's what I was doing the scammer. <laughs> Whoop, that shows our two references. Yeah. <laughs> two very that shows different our TikTok two very different uh, perspectives. Yeah. There. But anyway, yes, um, get that gold sis. On <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Exposing me. <laughs> anyway, um, I had heard that he was going to play Tommy Lee. I kind of like was just He's like, okay, really getting work. Obviously, he's great. It's good, but... though, because I think he's a good actor. He is. I think he's actually like more prestige than, you know, like most of the Marvel people. But Definitely. Like, truly, these photos of them starting to film came out on, I think, Friday. Mm-hmm. Was it Friday? Yeah. And I like truly couldn't even comprehend them because Lily James literally looks so much like Pamela Anderson. And not herself. This one is insane it's to me. It's nuts. That's not Lily James. No. Her face is a different shade. It's not the same. But like kudos obviously to those makeup people. Like I saw someone tweet like Lily James or um, Anya Taylor-Joy like thinks, thinking she can win her Emmy for Queen's Gambit next year and then it's like Lily James. It's like well who knows if she's even going to be good in it but she's going to look good. Yeah. Wait. Like, okay. That's so the only thing. I, I'm, I'm not with it with these kinds of people. What's the scandal? That they're, what's the scandal? What's the show about? Like, the, the way they're framing it is like based on a true scandal that started it all. And like, what is the scandal? I actually, I mean, like, <laughs> I don't really know. I okay. just know that they were a very controversial, like, media frenzy couple. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right? I just didn't know um, if, like, so. so like, I'm probably going to watch it because I'm going to be like, what happened? Same, same. You know what I mean? I guess that's the truth. And it's like, it sucks because Sebastian is like, doesn't look as much like Tommy Lee yeah. in the photo, but like, he looks good, but like, it's just like Lily James looks so. Insanely like Pamela. Like yeah, like um, Sebastian Stan looks like Sebastian. Stan. But I feel like Sebastian's gonna Cosplaying eat it. As, uh, totally, totally. And like, like I don't think Lily James is that good of an actress. So no. like, we'll see. Um, he he who shall not be named. That movie she was in with he who shall not be named. What's it? What was it called? Violet. Oh, Rebecca. Rebecca. She was not good. <laughs> With the cannibal. Yikes. Um. Okay. No. Yeah. I mean that was that's happening. That was happening, and I was telling Giselle before this, um, Wendy Williams talked about it on, on the show. She was like, Sebastian Stan is playing Tommy Lee. She's like, clap if you agree. <laughs> we were like clapping. <laughs> and Sebastian posted on his, his Instagram story, and he was like, thanks for the shout out at Wendy Williams. Anthony Mackie and I will come on your show anytime you want. <laughs> <laughs> I'm obsessed with him. Besties. I'm obsessed with him. Besties. Um... Yeah, speaking also, a transition. Um, speaking. Voice of an angel. <laughs> speaking of these kinds of talk show type things, a big announcement was made by E News today. Oh, yes. And the first announcement that was made was Miss Juliana Rancic is stepping down after like 20 fucking years, however many years, as the E News red carpet correspondent. 
Bye. It's kind of shocking. It's, it, I mean, but honestly, she we kind of job. been new. We kind of been new because I feel like at the um, Oscars, yeah, we were like, she really is like barely even trying. She is. She like she had no life. No, and I know she has like a lot of issues going on, but like after that Zendaya comment, like her her career has just went downhill. And yeah, and she's just terrible. I mean. It's unfortunate. It's because she, I mean, let's be real. Like, she came up in the era of all that you needed to ask people about was their, what, what they were wearing. wearing. Who and are it's you like, wearing? You look gorgeous. Sorry, but, like, that's, like, not the gag anymore. And, like, people want to talk about real shit. Yeah. Which is why they have decided that Laverne Cox will be taking her place. Which, I mean, I actually haven't seen any of the Twitter discourse. But, like, from, like, my own personal no other, you know, opinions, like... I think it's a smart move. It's definitely, I mean, it's most uh, definitely better. an upgrade. Get some fucking personality in there. Yeah. I mean, Laverne is amazing. We all, we all Get know. Get someone who people are excited to talk to. Too. No, she's. You know, not just, not just because Juliana's like, hey, hey, Juliana. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's like, everyone's like, oh, well, I have to talk to her. It's like a rite of passage. Yeah. But, um, yeah. It's I'm excited about it. I mean, that's really the tea, but like, I'm just excited. I think that's a good move for E. Like, I think they've had a history of having some like. You know, I mean, Ryan's kind of the end of an era. Oh my God! Kardashians yeah. ending, Juliana leaving. Yeah, it's just kind of like wow. I mean, they need to breathe some fresh blood in there. Yeah, I'm sorry, Brad, but like, let's get someone new. Let's. Also, like Ryan's Brown. Yeah, like yikes. Like, let's um, get rid of him. But yeah, I think it's good for your news. Like, let's do a turning point. Let's get some new eyes and some new people. And yeah, I think that's great. Okay. The last two things we want to talk about, oh, last three things we want to talk about are couples related. Not Grey's Anatomy getting renewed for another season, Giselle. After the COVID situation. I really was thinking this was going to be the last season. What's his face? Jesse Williams is leaving. Ooh. Ooh, tea. That is tea. He's leaving, um, they just, um. They're not, why would they ever, like, if, like, isn't it, if Ellen Pompeo keeps doing it, they'll keep doing it? Like, she wants the checks. I get it. She's good. Yeah, but also, like, she's good. You know what I mean? No, she's for sure good. But also, she's just comfortable. Like, she has her salary job that she goes to every day, and she feels good about it. Wait, also, sorry, another sidebar that's not on our list, but is, I'm on E! News right now. Um, did you see the Sydney Sweeney stuff over the weekend? No. So Sydney Sweeney, for those who don't know, oh, no. is an actress on Euphoria. No, 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 it was like, I was like feeling so sad for her. Oh, okay. okay. People are so mean to her, apparently, about her appearance. Her appearance? Yeah! What? Euphoria's Sydney Sweeney breaks down in tears after being criticized for her appearance. She's beautiful. She's gorgeous. What are they saying about her? She tearfully shared. She's 23 years old. Tearfully shared. Apparently I'm trending on Twitter right now for being ugly. I know everyone says you can't read things and you shouldn't read things, but like I'm a fucking person. I think it's really important for people to see how words actually affect people. People need to be nicer on social media because it's really fucked up. The viral tweet that sparked negative conversation has reportedly been removed due to violating due to violating Twitter's guidelines. I mean, number oh, one. Oh, right. I forgot she's on Handmaid's Tale, too. Also, we forgot something to talk about. But, like, continue. I'm going to remember it. Okay. I mean, number one, like, that's wrong. Mm-hmm. Like, like, I think it's really... I feel like she hasn't done anything, like, wrong. No, right? she's also, like, producing a lot of shit. She and Halsey are making a show out of one of uh, my fun books that I read during quarantine. Yeah. I think she's fine. Like, she's also, like, doing a lot of good shit for herself. Like, yeah. I feel like she's... Also, also, like, let's stop doing that. Like, let's stop fucking commenting on people's appearance like that, number one, like, point blank. But also, like, Sydney Sweeney's beautiful, like, like, gorgeous. Like, actually stunning. Really stunning. So, like, that's, it's just stupid. Like, I... I just, like, I never get the... Because it's, like, there's certain discourse where you're, like, you know, 
okay, like, say you talk to someone and, and you're like, oh my god, like, Pedro Pascal is so hot, right? Yeah. And they're like, well, I don't really think he's that hot. Right. That's different than literally actively tweeting, Pedro Pascal is literally so ugly, or whatever which, this person tweeted. Yeah. Which is, like, wrong, as we believe <laughs> yeah. on this podcast. But, like, people have opinions, objectiveness, you know, like, hotness is objective, yeah. as we've always said about the hot man brag about everything. You know, you certain people have different types, but it's like literally just tweeting that someone's ugly just to tweet it. There's a possibility they can see it. That's so fucked up. It's so stupid. It's bullying. I it's cyberbullying. I don't like that. I don't like that at all. Sydney Sweeney, you're fucking stunning. I'm and excited I'm excited so for you for season two. Oh wait, Calvin Harrison Jr. isn't going to be in it anymore. Oh why? Scheduling conflicts. Sir, like schedule yourself in back into you. Yeah, <laughs> that's like fun. the gag. Like it's where people are going to be watching. Yeah. Hopefully he's doing something better. I feel like he is. I feel like he's getting roles. Yeah. Um, the thing we forgot that's not on the list. Little Mix. Oh! <laughs> my girls are pregnant! <laughs> Literally two out of three members of Little Mix are pregnant. Which I mean, like, I think they're doing on purpose. Like, they're like, let's have the... They're also, like, due soon. They're touring next year. Like, their they're tour dates got moved to next year. So I'm guessing that somehow they were like, you're having a baby. I'm having a baby. Right. Let's do it at the same time so then we can all both go on, bring our babies or go on that leave together. I'm so, I was laughing. They're doing so much promo also. They're doing so much promo for Confetti right now. Yeah. Came out. They've done like, I've watched them all really. They've done like eight interviews. No. And it's good. Like they're they're all, they're, they're good. People get on the fucking train. No, I really love, I really like them all. Like I really, really do. Like honestly, Jesse's not in it anymore. And there's also been drama with that where like people were coming for Jesse the other day for like cultural appropriation and all that stuff, which like she does. Yeah. And also apparently like her management was pissed that like Leanne, um, they were like Leanne's pregnancy is like attention seeking or whatever. It's like homegirl is engaged and pregnant like she is what what i'm also leanne is my favorite i've said it i'm saying it i love i mean i like all of them but like i feel like i also like genuinely from these interviews like i really think like i mean they know what's best for them i'm sorry like i i like jesse but do i think her solo music's gonna pop no because little mix's music barely fucking pops for the u.s so like i think that like these the three girls like know what they've got going and i think like honestly like they obviously want to have kids but like i think them doing it strategically right now before they go on fucking tour and i think they're gonna make another album and i think is perry engaged that guy no no okay i think jade engaged no jade was in a long-term relationship with that one guy in this like rock band but they broke up but she's with a new guy is she i think so because I saw one of their their interviews the other day, and she was, like, sitting on the couch, and then all of a sudden, they, she was on Zoom, right? They yeah. Were, like, all on Zoom, and she was on the couch, and she, like, her FaceTime went off, and this basically, like, from the perspective of the camera, like, it didn't look like anyone was in the room with her, but then her boyfriend was, like, lying, and he was, like, hidden by her. Oh. And he, like, shot up, and he was like, what's going on? And then the radio hosts were like, wait a second, wait a second. He was like, there was a person there the whole time? Oh, my God. And she's like, oh, yeah, that's my boyfriend. Oh. Yeah. I love that. Okay. I saw all these posts about how, like, they were all wearing, like, baggy clothes together to like yeah and the confetti music video yeah it was so cute no i mean i love little mix and like i have such a soft spot for them and i'm forever gonna love them and like i think their music's great and i think they're great and they deserve all the success and i'm happy for them and stream confetti and i want to go to the concert next year catch me in fucking london yeah catch me in london gotta come to us that is one thing like i will i will forever 
regret not seeing Little Mix live before they like inevitably one day probably break up. Like I would be devastated. So like if I have to go to London, which I love London anyway, I'm gonna go and I'm gonna fucking see them. Yes. Um. Yeah. And like I mean, Jade did say like she did a. Q&A on her Instagram or whatever and someone was like it seems like it's you know like you're getting to the point where you and the girls want to settle down like how will that affect your careers and she's she goes it won't yeah obsessed so like honestly I do think that they're still in a place where they like it you know what I mean it's this isn't a one direction situation where it's like Zayn left and also everyone else was like I kind of want to leave too yeah because they weren't put through the ringer the way One Direction were as much necessarily. Yeah, and it's like In terms of like album tour, album tour, album tour, album tour. So like, I do think maybe like they still have like some of that like fire in them to still do it as a group. Definitely. Okay. Okay. Shall we round it out with these last three couples? Two of them? I don't feel like I have too much to say about except for like this happened. (laughs) Or like what the fuck? Yeah. Yeah. First one is John Mulaney. I got a notification that John Mulaney and his wife Mm -hmm. of eight years it said. Yeah. Um, they are in a, are splitting, which I think we talked about this, like, or John Mulaney a little bit ago, because he went back to rehab. He did. He was sober for a lot of years. Yeah. And he talked, he had, like, talked about it in his stand-up. I love John Mulaney. Like, his stand-ups no, I on do Netflix too. I do are too. actually really good. Um, and, yeah, so he, like, I guess, like, quarantine, like, you know, there's a lot of talk about how, like, people who struggle with addiction and whatever, like, when they're sober, like, routine is really important. And so yeah. then when, like, quarantine happened... There were a lot of people out there who were like lost their routine and that's really like, you know, you need to be grounded and that's really hard. So, so I guess that's like what, you know, people, what the reports were about him. Um, so he went to rehab, he's been out of rehab in like outpatient and he also just like, um, scheduled some shows in New York. Mm. So he's like back to doing comedy, whatever. But like at the time, right before he went to checked into rehab, his wife had removed Mulaney from her Instagram bio. Oof. And um, there were also rumors. I mean, I allegedly, like true. Allegedly. Enough, but there were rumors like through Jumwan, through other places that she was also in rehab. Oh, shit. So I don't know. But was what was really interesting about the announcement today, which did not surprise me at all because it did seem like yeah. they were splitting. Um was that he was the one who like made the decision to file for divorce and she her st- in her statement she was like I'm heartbroken that John has decided to end our marriage. Oh shit. So I don't know what the tea is there. You know what I mean? Like I obviously like it's what's more important and she said something like I wish him the best as he continues yeah. his recovery, which is like exactly what this podcast stance is on this whole situation that he just like recovers and totally. is well. But also it's interesting. I- it's very. It's interesting. very interesting that that was her statement and that 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 he was the one who took that for statements. Are I will, I want to do like if I'm not in school, but I would do a dissertation if I was back in school and I needed to do a new senior thesis. I would do it on celebrity uh, statements. Yeah, the way they do it, whether there's a notes app or not. Yeah, it's all very interesting. But yes, anyway, that that happened. That was not surprising. That seemed like it was coming. So yeah, that happened, and then also, I mean, so that's like. Oh, so sad. We feel sad for them, but also wish them both best on yeah. their recovery. Then we have the what the fuck couple, <laughs> which is Taiko Watiti and Rita Ora. It's it's so upsetting. Is that actually real? Yes. She posted photos. He's of hot. Him. I get it. He like, is hot. We've had him in the hot man bracket two years in a row. Yeah, he's Has hot. Has he made it past round one? No, but I, I get it. But not I'm also on Instagram, like, at not Miss Ora. Um, Miss Ora 
it is a journey with her, is it not? Like, it really she is. She is still in the same place Just, she was four I years wish, ago. I wish the Rita Ora fans the same energy that I hope they wish me as a Demi Lovato fan. <laughs> like, I, I, I feel like we have similar energies. I feel like we have similar um, struggles yeah. in our fandoms. So, like, I, like, I Rita see also, you and I feel you. Rita also, like did a COVID birthday party. Like, yeah, like she's Rita, not, we all know she's like not black, but like basically like profited off of black culture for like the majority of her career. Mm-hmm. She did that song, like the Girls, Girls, Girls song where like the people were like, wait, like not this, Rita. Not this. But then Rita was like, I'm coming out as bi and everyone was like, which wait, did you see what happened today with Joshua Bassett? No. He literally said he was coming out as queer. Joshua Bassett, yes, yes, you heard me right. Joshua Bassett from High School Musical, the musical, the series of Olivia Rodrigo songs fame. <laughs> what? I'm not kidding. Disney star Joshua Bassett casually comes out, wait for it, are you ready? Mm-hmm. While thirsting over Harry Styles. But like... I... It's, it's a I, bit, this is like, it's I, a I, bit not what you want. Yeah, I, I can't even begin to get into this, in this, in this, 11th hour of this podcast today <laughs> but i have lots to eventually say about jennifer z and their fetishization of Queerness. queer culture and like i don't want to like insert myself in a conversation that maybe doesn't concern me but i have talked to you know many people about this and i think that like I mean, it's not even appropriation, but, like, appreciation and, like, owning who you are is very different than, like, doing things for, like, clicks. And, like, I do kind of feel like a lot of TikTok, what I see on TikTok and, like, a lot of what I see from, like, these young celebrities is, like, a little bit clickbaity, but, like, also everyone should be allowed to, like, express themselves and, like, maybe they are normalizing it into which that, like, yes, we stand, like... But also, like, but it's still in such a precarious. This is our Harry Styles conversation. Yeah. This is our, a lot of our conversations. Like, I, if it feels messy, is it messy? Probably. That's all I'm gonna say. Probably. Today. That's all I'm gonna say about the subject today. I do have to, unfortunately. Um, oh no. Tell you other news. I don't know if you saw Not this again. I don't know if you're gonna um, tell me, but. So speaking of Harry Styles. Yeah. His girlfriend Olivia Wilde was. Oh, they, I forgot about that. There this. were people um, trying to cancel her on Twitter last night. Oh, no. Over past comments, homophobic comments. I did think she was queer, like personally. Just Olivia from, Wilde? Like, yeah, okay. I don't know why. But that might have just been my wrong perspective. Um, basically, resurfaced interviews, made a series of comments that had the LGBTQ uh, community buzzing. In these interviews, the 37 year old compared transitioning her career from being an actress to a director as coming out of the closet and claimed she considered a soft kind of soft kind of lesbian relationship before she met Jason in 2011. I don't like that. There was a lot of stuff on TikTok and on Twitter about how like she has said that she had a lesbian relationship before. So so there was just like a lot of confusion out there, but that is something that like happened. Yeah, I don't know if I like that very much. No, I don't. I, I'm absolutely, like, put on alert by it. Yeah, I mean... Because the other thing is, like, obviously This is, like, Harry that Andrew Styles, Garfield shit. Yeah, but obviously Harry Styles fans, like, have been coming for Olivia Wilde since 
you know, it came out that they were dating. Yeah. So a lot of people on Twitter were like, is this just the fans, like, trying to stir shit up? But also those comments are actually quite concerning. Right. So. Ooh, I don't know about that. Yeah. Again. Anyway, we don't have to get into it, but I just wanted to report Yeah, that's I mean, what I happened. think, like, definitely we're going to have a broader, con- like, you know us, we're going to have a broader conversation about it. And, like, honestly, maybe we should, like, bring someone on to talk about it. Yeah. I actually have an idea of someone we could bring on to talk about it. Okay, amazing. Stay tuned, everyone. Stay tuned. Let's do that. <laughs> Anyway, should we round it out with the biggest, probably the biggest story, maybe, like, That we've made you always for, yeah. <laughs> um, Jen and Ben are back, everyone. They are back. Miss Lopez choosing nothing but absolute chaos in the year 2021. Same with Ben Affleck, who was also seen, I mean, that's his mother was kids, but with Jennifer Gardner, also, like, last week at a softball, baseball game or some yeah. shit with the kids, but... Apparently, Jennifer Lopez and Ben Affleck were seen to, or had a weekend together. Well, they've been seen together a couple of times. Like, they were photographed, like, at her house a couple weeks ago. And now, they were riding in a car together near a resort in Big Sky, Montana, where Affleck has a home. He was seen behind the wheel with Jennifer in the passenger seat. Jennifer spent several days with Ben out of town. They have a strong connection. It's all been quick and intense, but Jennifer is happy. A source tells people of the pair, who were later spotted arriving back in L.A. on Saturday on a private jet. I mean, the thing for me here is, like, I'm, I'm surveying the people. I'm also surveying you, of course, Meg. Like, and this is, and once again, I feel hesitant to say this because I don't want people to think, like, Jennifer Lopez, Lopez, Lopez can't do whatever she wants to do because she's a woman. She can do literally whatever she wants to do. She has no um, responsibility to me. But I'm like, do we think Jennifer Lopez is chaotic or do we think she just finds herself in chaotic situations? <laughs> like, I'm trying to understand, like, where we stand, where we as a whole community of screamers and people in this world stand on Jennifer Lopez. Like, do we think she is chaotic or do we think that chaos just follows her? You know, there's that's a, a really good question. A that's a really, really because good question. Because it's like, question. did she feel sad about A Rod and like yes. Ben Affleck like reached out and he was like, let's do this? And he's and like, she I am like, also sad about okay. Ana de Armas. And she, right. And she was like, okay, like, let's do this. And now, of course, like, they're star crossed lovers and they're like back into each other's arms. Or is it like J Lo was like, I'm gonna hit up my old flame and we're gonna fucking do this. And like, also, like, those both are viable, great options, but I'm trying to understand where the chaos begins. Yeah. Well, because the thing is, like, back to, like, I think two months ago, I think it might have been a March issue, because I think it was before. I um, think she's a chaos agent. Before, no, I do think, I do too. Yeah. Before her and A-Rod officially broke up for that mm-hmm. second time, um, but she was on the cover of, like, Women's Health or whatever, and Ben Affleck, they quoted him. Like, they asked him for a statement about her. I didn't know. Yeah, so so I don't know, this like, what's happening. I, I really don't know. I mean, like, I truly, I think she's having I a bit say, of a midlife crisis. I absolutely think she's having, I mean, she's literally 51 years old and she has not been able to, you know, which is find a solid romance. And I know. You and know, I want it. I don't know. She, but the gag is, it's like, maybe she, that's, that's why I'm asking because like, it's not even to shame JLo. I would never. Yeah. But no, like, no, I'm no, just no, trying no, to understand no, no, no. if I should be concerned or if I shouldn't. Like if, K, if, J, if JLo wants to be chaotic and she's happy with this life, then like, bitch, live your fucking life. But if we are sad for JLo, if we want her, if she wants love then I want to, like, commiserate with her. But if not, I want to say, go, girl, give us everything. No, I, I, that's, I, don't know. I do think she wants love. I think she does. Okay. But I also, I also think she's fine. Okay. And she doesn't 
need no man. She's giving me very much Ariana Grande energy when she was yes. like back with like Big Sean for like a hot minute. Yes. Yeah. I, I don't know. think, I don't know if this is going to last, but honestly, if this is like this summer thing, I'm so fucking I kind of live for it, actually. I, I, I really do think. But then think, I'm like. You know I know. I, mean? the kids I, I are worry upset about the chaos because the kids, kids never forget. We always bring like, it up. We always when bring up. She was crying on Facetime with Mark Anthony. Parents, kids. Cry, That's why I think she's a chaos agent. Oh, she's absolutely a chaos yeah, agent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But also, like I let's get love <laughs> at the inauguration. At the inauguration. Um, but I really do think, in in my honest opinion, that this relationship is what saves the world or what ends it. I don't think there's an in between. Yeah. Like, I really do think, like, you know how we always talk about how, like, the timeline got messed up somehow, and that's why, like, Trump was president, and now there's the pandemic, right? Yeah. You think this so is the So maybe point. it was Ben Affleck and Jennifer Lopez not going through with their wedding in 2003. They postponed it, like, four days beforehand. Yeah. And then breaking up in 2004, and now that they've reunited, maybe the timeline writes itself. Okay. I'm, I, I mean, I that is that. complete horseshit, as everyone I'm, knows. No, no, no. But I'm it's fun. Meg said it, so I'm manifesting. I would kind of love it if they were like soulmates all along. If Jen you know and ben what I mean? The world. But no, to me, they're way. not. They're not my Jen and Ben, though. You know? No, I know. Jen, we love our Jen and Ben. Jen and just for Jen and Ben. Jen in. Jen in. Um, but I mean, I truly thought that J Lo and A Rod were kind of a match made in heaven. I thought they were endgame. But also, it's the double Leo energy. They're both Leos. Yeah. It scares me. And we should read the birth chart. That's another, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll talk about that. We're going to we're gonna we'll talk that. about that. Um, <laughs> okay, everyone. This is one of our longest episodes in a long time. I don't really think it is. Uh, yeah, kind of. Kind of. <laughs> it's because you get us together a little bit of bubbly and we get a bit chatty. <laughs> um, thank you all. Yes, thanks for, for listening. Hopefully you got to the end year. of this. Yeah, thank you for listening for a whole year if you are, if you are still around for a year. Um, and if you haven't, reviewed us on i'm so sorry apple podcast in a year in a year our birthday present should be you leaving us a very nice very lovely kind kind share this review share listening to the podcast on your instagram yeah share this share this instagram story i will literally write it out for you right now this has been my favorite podcast of the last year. <laughs> These ladies are so wonderful. They are so funny. They are so insightful. When I and listen I, to them, I feel like I'm the third person in this friendship. Literally. And honestly, though, that is the the um, review we get most often, and we appreciate that so much, yes. actually. And if you have love that. thank you, friend. Yes, thank you. Bestie, thank you. Bestie, thank you so much. Yeah. Um, yeah, but please, please go do that. We haven't had one in months. <laughs> we had one in March, so we, oh, yeah. we didn't get one in April. It's sad. Um, so wish us a kind happy birthday and do that. But most importantly, this year has been full of mostly ups, honestly. And, well, for this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm screaming as at a great year. Yeah. Not not so much the world, but, but I'm screaming. Expect so many fun things from us in the coming months, especially, but also in the next year. And we love you all. But you all know how it ends. Most importantly, love you, Meg. Love you, G.